Welcome to the Red Cedar Rundown, the number one MSU football and basketball fan podcast. On this week's episode, we're back, and Tuck is coming. We're on track for our first full season in two years, and we couldn't be more jacked. We got a full preview, including our thoughts, expectations, and predictions for this year's team. Send us your comments and questions, and we'll be sure to read them on the show. Clark? Gary. Hey. Hey. How's it going, bud? Good to see ya. Feels good to be back. Yeah. Oh, we're back. Season number four. Is this four? Number four. I thought it was three. Oh. Number four. Wow. Uh, Last year was... It was a little bit of a... It counts. It It counts. Can we count it? We powered through it. It counts. Okay. Maybe three and a half. Yeah, season three and a half. The Red Cedar (laughs) Rundown. Welcome. Feels Uh, good. Yes, it does. Feels feels great. I'm actually like excited going into college football this year like well, I, I, I'm, I'm not i'm not like overly excited you know everybody you know take it easy temper your expectations with the team but uh you know i'm feeling pretty good much better than last year and the year prior to that well i think that last year was kind of weird because we kind of knew i mean the season started late first off sure. right yeah and then you know we didn't even know if there was they were going to complete the season and Teams obviously did cancel games last I mean, year. The only two real games that we played last year, we won. So yeah, the most important we went games. Two and zero. So yeah, yeah, not a bad start for Tuck. I mean, he kind of inherited a pretty bare cupboard, we would say, from D'Antonio. I'm not gonna sit here and you know smear Mark D'Antonio's name, but he didn't really leave Tuck with much. No, Rocky Lombardi at quarterback. Yeah, and I mean Connor Hayward running back. Tucker, yeah. Yikes. I mean, we did have Elijah Collins, but we know what kind of season he had last year. But He's still not good enough to oh. be the starting running back. Oh, we're going to get into it. We are going to get in all of that just here in a second. But All right. It's kind of hard to judge Mel Tucker on last year, right? Like, it was... It's so hard in that in last year's atmosphere to... You know, they didn't have a full uh, fall practice. Yeah. He was barely acquainted with the players by that point. So to have leadership and to to have your imprint on the program in that short of time period is is almost impossible. Well, with recruiting, too. I mean, you didn't have guys going to on-campus visits, everything like that. It was all virtual. So honestly, if if anything, I'm judging him in a good way. I think he did a hell of a job. Yeah, Um, I mean, he carried momentum into this season. So absolutely. I mean, we saw some things out of the program last year. We have never, never saw under the Mark D'Antonio program. We saw him deep ball tuck last year. I mean, let's just when did we ever see that? Tuck's got a little bit of swag. Tuck's a got bit a little swag? bit of swag, and by a little bit, I mean major swag. A major swag. And I love it. I'm here for it, and, you know, I think that carries into the team. You know, they follow that confidence, and I'm liking what I'm seeing. Really has stepped it up on the recruiting trail. Um, I think only only great things are to come uh, from Tuck and the boys. Yeah, I would almost say that this – I would almost consider this like his first season kind of. Yeah, I mean, like, he's already won to know against Michigan, though. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's he, nice. He, we definitely are counting that. That counts. That counts. One to know against Northwestern. We'll get into that. Both those games count. And and you touched on the recruiting. I mean, it wasn't a normal recruiting season for Tuck, and now that it is a real recruiting season, we're seeing some some nice wins, some well, nice recruiting wins. I did hear word that 
Michigan had cooled on some of these recruits before they well, came to Michigan State. As soon as they commit to Michigan they State. They only committed to State because Michigan cooled on them. <laughs> well, thanks for cooling. We appreciate it. We'll take them. We'll take them. We'll take some four stars. He's been cleaning up in-house yeah. uh, in the state of Michigan. Four-star recruits. He brought in, uh, was it a Cast Tech former coach? Yeah. To, yeah. I don't think we can recruit any other players for a couple of years as a result of that. Oh, really? I still think it's going to be a... Huge, is huge. That, is that the rule? I don't know what it, whether it's, you know, MHSAA, NCAA, who really gives a shit. It'll pay off in the long run. But these kids we got coming in from the state of Michigan, Antonio Gates Jr., ever heard of his dad? He's in the Hall of Fame. Pretty good. Got some good genes. Have you seen the size of that Ben Summering kid? Huge. Looks like J.J. Watt out there. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Future's bright. Well, let's, I mean, now we're talking about, I got to throw this in here because one of our listeners actually threw a question pertaining to this recruiting class. He said, uh, this is actually Rose from Houston. He said, which of the 22 four stars are you most pumped about? Would you say it's Gates? No, no. Um, I honestly, you know, it's, you could say. You know, Caden Hauser, he's a hell of a quarterback. I mean, and he shot right up the rankings after well, he showing at the, in the top 11 at the Elite 11. He's pretty damn good. Um, put some respect on his name. Uh, it's got no, the people I, I, going. He's up there. I'm going to go with Vince Sumrin, though. That kid's an animal. I, you just watch him. Yeah. He looks like a young Watt out there. Have, well, I mean, that's quite a statement. It, quite love, a statement. Listen. I didn't say he is Watt. I said he looks, uh-huh. looks like a young Watt. Remember, people forget J.J. Watt started his career at Central Michigan University. Obviously, wasn't a huge recruit. He started at CMU. And now he's on the moon. <laughs> so we'll see what the future holds, but I'm excited for that kid to show up. Yeah. But honestly, I'm excited for all of them, but you know, that's the one that I was really, really jacked about. Yeah, that's a big... I mean, Gates, he, as you said, I think, I, oh, I think Gates I'm pretty... Is, Gates is an animal. Yeah, yeah I, I think that was a big... I, I would go with Gates for yeah. me. I mean, just the, the bloodline and the potential. I mean, he could be a, a big playmaker for us, so... Yeah, I heard he was already putting on a show last week in his yeah, that's uh, first what I heard. high school game yeah. of the year. So. Yeah, I heard the recruits were, or at least the, some of the top ones were coming out strong this year for their high school season. So Got a gates uh, Hauser connection going on here. <clears throat> that would be nice. Mm. Yeah, we need, uh, for the future of the program, we need to get a good QB in there, and it looks like uh, he could be the one. So He's um, the chosen one. <laughs> we'll see about that. But, you know, it's going to be an interesting season, um, especially going into that first game. I mean, for Northwestern, they don't have a lot of film to look at of this team. I mean, we're bringing in. That's what I love. We're bringing in a brand new squad. That's what I love, but I also, that's why I think, you know, everybody's excited, right? There's a lot of hype around the program right now, but I don't know what to really expect yeah. going into this year. I mean, everything has to gel together for them to be very successful. Absolutely. You know? Which it could be. Brought in a lot of talent, but. I'll be completely honest with everybody coming into this episode here today. Not a bunch of research to be done. Yeah. Not, it's kind of like of... we got a wait and see approach, you know? That's the, I, I kind of like that, though. So much excitement and, and yeah. unknown, and you're not going to see anything until 9.15 on Friday, and you're going to learn a lot, you know? Uh, yeah, this game's big. Yeah. yeah. You're going to learn a lot. And it's, it's interesting, you know, not playing uh, a division – to school out the it's a bat. conference game. Yeah, comp, Big Ten conference game. Huge implications for the season. It's about the implication. Yeah. It's um, it's going to be a great way to see where we're at 
yeah. coming out the gate. And it will definitely be, like On I said. On the road, too, at night. Yeah. And, and like I said, Tucker, you know, he didn't have a full practice last year. He didn't have you didn't have the squad he want. He's he's done some things. Now he, this is his team, right? Like, yep. This is gonna we're gonna see a lot about who Tuck is. Um, and uh, I think Tuck's ready. Oh, I know. I'm not scared. Uh, one thing we can talk about is obviously the uniform game that he's pulling out. I mean, we saw it at the end of last year a little bit with some of the uniform combos. Announced today, the state so script. Swag. Yeah, Just going back to the swag. Uh, he's given the fan. He's really Gives the people what they want. Exactly. I I respect it. Yeah, he really has a, a pulse on on the fan base right now. It seems so. Adapt or die. It's, but, you know, it's twenty twenty one. Time to keep moving on. Yeah, and everything's you got, and changing. And you got to do those things for the recruits too. I mean, they Dude, they the all graphics, pay attention to the that. graphics team we got over there. Hell, if we don't win a game this year, at least we got that going for us. <laughs> Well, I'm expecting uh, Tuck to deliver, and we will go game by game later oh, in the show. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. give our predictions for the season, final record, um, and you know we'll learn a lot. But let's talk about changes from last season to this season. Sure. Um, we got we lost three big players, uh, especially on the defensive side, mainly on the defensive side of the ball with yeah. Shakur Brown, Naquan Jones, and Antoine Simmons all leaving for the NFL draft. Um, I think Simmons is going to definitely be the hardest person to replace out of those three, just I mean, because. The heart and soul. Yeah, he was the leader of that defense, and he made. Big play after big play, you know. You just look back at the Michigan game last year; pretty much sealed the deal. It's going to be interesting on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think there's more room for improvement on the offensive side than there is on the defensive side. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's room for improvement on both sides, but offensively, I think we can make great strides from last year to this year. And like I said, he Tuck, you know, he he couldn't make a big impact on the recruiting trail. So what did he do? He went to the transfer portal. He dipped into the portal heavily. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's first talk. I mean, we also lost a lot of players in the transfer portal. You know, Rocky Lombardi, the oh, quarterback. No. Who, Come uh, back. No, don't <laughs> leave. No. Let's just name a couple of the main guys. We got Rocky Lombardi, Devontae Dobbs, Julian Barnett. Went to Memphis with his buddy Imani Bates. Yep. We're not going to talk about Charles that name Willikis. on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, we lost a lot of guys. But, again, like you said, most of them going to lower-tier programs or, you know, programs yeah, I mean, in lower-tier conferences. If so it wasn't the right fit for him, I wish them well yeah. on their way. And I think he Tuck alluded to that at the end of last season, saying, you know, we're going to we're gonna get the guys that want to be here and we're yeah. going to get the guys that are the best guys we can get. And uh, if not, see you later. I mean, we lost Theo Day as well, but... Julian Barnett. Yeah, I said Julian Barnett. Oh, did you? Yep. Sorry about that. Yeah, but uh, so Sorry, everybody. No big deal. It's okay. Yeah, a little repeat. Told you I was a little rusty coming into this one. I had about a six-month break. <laughs> did a little research. And by little, I mean none. Um, just kind of going off the top of the head here, seeing how things go. But Per yeah, usual. Odd Barnett and Dobbs to Memphis. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Dominique Long also went to Some Duke. Some question. Some bags being tossed around. Travion Morgan to Kentucky. But with all that said, we also brought in a ton of talent uh, yeah. from high-level programs. Yeah, dude. Uh, the biggest piece, which we'll find out if he's going to be a big piece, is Anthony Russo. Is he the biggest piece, though? 
I, I, I mean, if I he's the starter, if Who's he's the, the starter, yeah, we're oh, we're gonna Tuck's get it. playing mind games with the fan base. Let's, too. let's talk about that in a second. But uh, you got Joiner out of Auburn. Uh, yeah, he should have <laughs> originally come to Michigan State. So yeah. pumped that we got him. He's huge, huge. Kenneth Walker. Yep, running all uh, those two at running back. <sighs> yeah, the running back room is stacked. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah, I I like what I see. Uh, I'm happy. I like what I'm, I'm happy seeing. to hear. They're moving Connor Hayward out of running back. They're, they're tight end now. Yeah, I'm never gonna look at him again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but you got you know some offensive tackles. Drew Jordan out of Duke, big defensive end. Yes. Uh, ben that, Van Sumren from Michigan. Yeah, that's wild. That's I, an, I couldn't even believe that. Chester Kimbrough out of Florida. Malik Carr. Yep, that wide was receiver a, slash tight end also plays basketball. I believe. Yep. Not sure how much you'd see the court for a basketball team, but hell, he could be a walk-on. Got the tank out of Minnesota. The tank. Love it. Love tank, the name. Tank Brown. Tank Brown, my new favorite player. And He's probably not starting, uh, but my new favorite player. We'll see. Uh, and, I mean, Ronald Williams Jr. coming out of Alabama. So. I mean, you're not going to turn away an Alabama transfer. No, okay? absolutely not. And, and at a position of need, cornerback. Yep. So – Tons of talent, and and you know we named the school, the schools that the guys left for: Akron, Memphis, Kentucky, Washington State, Bowling Green, and then the players we're bringing in: Auburn, Wake Forest, Duke, Michigan, Louisville, Alabama, Minnesota, Louisville. So good programs. Yep. Uh, where we're pulling talent from. So hopefully it translates. As you said, it's going to matter how the team gels together on the field. Who's leading that? Who's leading the offense? I think that's a big deal. Well, I and that's I key. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the offense. Let's talk about oh, the QB battle. Dive right in. Yeah, why not? Sure, I love it. Why beat around the bush, Clark? Let's give the fans what they want. Hey, Tuck knows. We know. I don't have any inside intel as to who QB one is. Do I you? don't think anyone does. Oh. And he did play coy. Did hear a little ru- some rumblings. Oh, you heard rumblings. I didn't hear. I didn't hear much, but I heard some rumblings. What are the rumblings? Let's go on the record. Clark. I don't know if Tuck would want me to say. Well, Tuck did say this did- is not official. Yeah, I heard what he said. They're like, does the person who's starting even know? <laughs> and he was like, maybe. Yeah, he uh, said, I'm not going to lie to you. Don't know. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, I won't lie to you. Um, I'm fine with either one of them starting. To be honest with you, because. Whoever's the starter, what I'm worried about is, are they the guy, right? Yeah. Because Tuck looked at them and said, you're the guy. You're my quarterback. Or are they going to be on a short leash? Yeah, that right? is a big question because, because we've I'm, seen it before with, with D'Antonio. Yeah. Usually D'Antonio, he would say, you're the guy, and yeah. and they would be the guy. We saw it with uh, Lewerke <laughs> and and others, Maxwell, some some better than others. Maxwell. <laughs> Andrew Maxwell. Um. Yeah, that's where pride got in the way a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely, that old school pride. I don't think we have to worry about that much with Tuck. But um, yeah, I'm, Tuck, with, I'm confident Tuck will play the best player. I'm pretty confident that the guy that gets paid to make these decisions will make the correct decision. Um, but Can't what are the rumbling wrong- saying? I'm hearing Thorn. Are you? I'm here. That's what I'm hearing. I but I don't. You know, who knows how reliable the rumblings are? Yeah. So that's not directly from me. I don't expect any backlash if it's not Peyton Thorne, just to clarify. Everyone tweet Clark if he's wrong. I don't care. Um, but honestly, either one. I mean, Russo, you obviously have a guy that's got a ton of experience. Uh, he threw 
a few too many interceptions for my liking in his days at Temple. Yeah, um, no, that's that's the one thing that's concerned me about his statistics is the high he interceptions. The wheels. He's got the wheels. Yeah. Um, and he has experience playing in our offense. Um, Wait a second. Let's let's okay, am I let's, jumping ahead too far? Well, let's let's right. get it. We have a mailbag pertaining to this, so let's. This is a good question. It's another one from Hit Rose in Houston. He's really hitting on the good questions so far this early in the show. He said, "Which QB do you want to see get the nod on Friday night, and why?" Man, like I already said, I'm not going to be upset with either decision. Um, I'd like to see Peyton Thorne start. Okay. Um, just his experience with, you know, he's been in the program longer. Um, you know, he became the guy towards the end of last season. He, he's got, he's got wheels. I mean, he can run. We saw that. I mean, give him a shot. Outside shot, Thorn, keep one. Let's see what happens. You know, I, what, what I'm, I'm kind of with you. Um, I think he's got uh, a lot of intangibles that I like. And again, like you mentioned, the thing that does concern me about Russo is the interceptions, and we need someone that's going to be able to take care of the ball. Yeah, that's the name of the game for this team. I mean, if they want to have a winning season and go to a ball game, you got to limit turnovers. Yeah, that's really what it it's comes really down to. It's really simple. Because um, there's a lot of teams in our conference that do have more talent than we do. So, so we got to play smarter. Can't beat yourself. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, for those reasons, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to trust that, like you said, that they're going to make the right decision. They've seen, I'm sure, plenty of, of practice and yeah. and enough to hopefully make the right decision. So I think that whoever they do choose is going to be the right guy. And the it will be interesting to see. The line's going to be a big deal. Yeah. If you got that uh, transfer in from Arkansas State, though, yep. Jarrett Horse, well, be starting left tackle. Could be. He's but I mean, be, I think. L- yeah. look at the experience, though. He's experienced. He started at left yeah, tackle. Yeah, I know. For I'm just saying, State. outside we'll of him, that, yeah. outside of him, coming back from Matt from Allen, sixth-year senior at center. Luke Campbell, sixth-year. Yeah, Matt Carrick, fifth-year. Blake Buter, fifth-year. Kevin Jarvis, fifth-year. Start year. moving, moving some defensive linemen and opening up some holes. Yeah, so, giving the QB some time to throw the football so our receivers can run their routes. Well, the offensive line hasn't been very good the last five years so um, hope, you could hopefully, say that. They, hopefully yeah. they've improved <laughs> on their fifth and sixth years. I would like years. to think so with yeah with this type of experience I'd like to think that it's going to be a much improved unit. Yeah it, it will be interesting for sure and I mean we already know we got to improve the run game that's going to be another question mark as much as we want to talk about the QBs who's going to be the go-to guy? Oh, I think it's going to be Kenneth Walker I don't th- I definitely think he's the starting running back I no doubt in my mind. Really? Yeah I mean he's he I had think 13 touchdowns last year for Wake Forest. I mean, in 20 games over the last two seasons, I'm looking at it right now for Wake Forest, 1,100 yards, 17 touchdowns on 217 carries. Um, yeah, you'll take that. Are we going to see Joyner at all? Oh, yeah, I definitely I definitely think we'll see Harold he looks Joyner. Like a, he looks like a, a man amongst boys I on the field. I think you'll see, my guess, you know, I don't really have any inside knowledge, but if I was going to use Harold Joyner, I'd use him in a variety of roles. I mean, more so as like a receiving back. Yeah, um, is that, where I think I'd that's like what they plan. Him. I think they mentioned yeah, that's six what foot they plan three. to do. He's huge. Um, you know, moving him around a lot, maybe a couple J sweeps. I don't know. Tuck a couple J's in there. See what happens. But I do think you'll still see, you know, Elijah Collins, Jordan Simmons. But I do think there's a lot of guys. That's what I'm saying. You got to feed Kenneth Walker to start the year. I think he's got to be the guy that you go. You know. You got to give twenty carries a game, see if it works. If it doesn't work, 
move to another guy. But I do think that he's got to be your guy going into the season. The, the guy that gets the first shot, at least. He, he should be the starter. Yes, 100%. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, that's another thing that I, I'll be excited to see is how they distribute the carries between the, all those running backs because there is so much potential talent. There in, doesn't need to be loyalty, though, either. Like My thing is, like just because Elijah Collins and Jordan Simmons were in the program, before Kenneth Walker and Harold Joyner, if they're not talented enough to be out there, you shouldn't give them the ball. Yeah. I just, I that's just that. my opinion. I mean, I'm going back. See, I'm just stuck in my ways from the D'Antonio era <laughs> where we know he would have just trotted Elijah Collins out there no matter what because that's his guy. Handed him the ball 25 times for three yards of carry, and you take an L to the face. So <laughs> let's get the most talented guys on the field, and let's get some dubs, huh? Sounds like a plan to me. Hey, boys. <laughs> Uh, another potential uh, exciting position is the wide receiver position. And, and again, tons of potential talent with yeah. Jalen Naylor and Jaden Reed out there. We saw flashes of that last year. I heard Ricky White is either injured had or... Had a tweet. Had a tweet today. Okay. He's not going to be there for week one. He's not with the program right now. Um, it, but did they say why? coming back. No, he said personal reasons. Okay, okay. So don't want to delve into that. Hope the Hope the young man gets everything back on track. Because, as we all know, he's a Spartan legend for what he did at Michigan last year. Yep, absolutely. Um, but I'd like to see him back. But the nice thing is, is you do have depth at that position um, and experience. I mean, Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor there. No, Trey they Mosley. should be able to dominate. Like, the, like in yeah, my opinion. I feel pretty good. I mean, I'm really, really excited. I want to see Keon Coleman on the field. Yeah. I mean, he's I mean, an athletic Tons of potential. Freak. He is a freak. It, of it's nature. hard though, as a wide receiver, to get out there early. I he's feel a like. wide out wearing number zero. I am so intrigued to watch Keon Coleman play both basketball and football. Should be awesome. I think he'll get on the field more for football. But I'm very, very excited to see what the wide receivers have to bring. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, With a better quarterback and a better offensive line, I mean, yeah. Yeah, get me Jalen Naylor in the open field with the football. That's what they need to do for sure. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see how how they uh, cater this offense to the playmakers they have, too. Who's the starter at tight end? Do we know? Is it Tyler Hunt? Actually, that's a great question. What happened to Trenton Gilson? How's that guy not automatically starting at this point? I mean, heavy recruit coming out of high school. I was stoked to watch him. Need him to develop because I, I can't see Connor Hayward starting at tight end. I'll just, yeah. I'll just stop watching football. <laughs> uh, I literally probably will turn the game off if I see him draw out starting offense to play tight end. Is he even big enough to play tight How tall is Connor yeah, Hayward? I'm, gonna, I'm looking this up right now. This, sit at six feet tall. I think that's being very generous. Six feet tall. I'd eh? say that's a generous six feet. If Connor Hayward's six feet tall, I'm six foot seven. Okay, I'll put it to you that way, and I'm not six seven. Just find someone that can block. That's all I care about. Yeah. Just trot your ass out there and block, okay? But we'll see. We got Malik Carr transfer from uh, Purdue, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm very... Someone's got to step up in that unit. Yep, Someone's got to step up and be the go-to guy. So, if people are wondering, that's an area where you need to see someone step up and be a leader. The tight end position. Yep. Uh, we're going to have tons of playmakers on offense. Tons of potential playmakers. Let me rephrase that. Nice, because, Gary. Way yeah. to catch yourself. Yeah, because you I... Don't wanna, you don't want to leave yourself open for slander online, okay? Yeah. You know, they'll there's, drag you on Twitter. There's plenty of them. Yeah. Salt and the boys. Salt and his whole crew of Spartan Twitter people. <laughs> yeah. It's got a lot he's, of them. It's almost like he's like the mayor yeah. of MSU Twitter. He, yeah, he's... Shout he's, out Salt. Shout out to Salt. Keep doing what you're doing. 
think we got a mailbag from him later in the show. Maybe tone <laughs> it down a bit sometimes, but you know, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> All right, let's let's turn it over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, another intriguing and again tons of potential, but <laughs> we're gonna see how that potential unfolds on Friday. Uh, at D tackle, I mean, you got some returners. You got Mallory and Slade coming back. Yeah. At the D tackle uh, position, yeah, yeah. On the outside, you got Beasley, Panashuk. Panashuk and Drew, Drew Beasley, Jordan, yeah. Drew Jordan. Uh, yeah, Michael Duke. Fletcher. Yeah. Uh, he was heavily recruited out of high school. I believe he's from Flint. Um, yeah, some good freshmen coming in as well. But you got to see guys step up. I mean, Panashuk and Beasley, that'll be a nice combo at defensive end. Um, but the D line, that's. Uh, they got to have pressure. Yeah. That way. That's, that's the name of the game when it comes to the defense, is the D line needs to really be a showcase this year yeah i think the biggest question mark or at least i mean the biggest turnover is is on in the linebacker position um you do have uh harvey and klein coming back but i mean you got dude several transfers that Rivera's are gonna be vying. crouch yep real excited to see him play tank tank you got tank out there yep you got van sumrin mm, well he can be a backup don't care and came your boy from, came from mesh who's my boy my guy, Ote Tote. I, yeah, I can't say his name right. No disrespect. I can't say his name. <laughs> That's why I just said. I'm gonna need your someone guy. to teach me how to pronounce that name. My I, guy. Well, hopefully, he becomes a uh, household name. I'm just gonna call him my guy. My guy. Because it's probably like how you say his name. My guy, Tote. <laughs> my guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, somebody once again needs to step up in that unit. But Crouch is an athletic monster, so hopefully, he can be similar to Simmons out there. You know, flying around, making plays all over the field. Um, but that's, yeah, that, that is a position where I'm uh, just being upfront with everybody. I don't know what my expectations are going into it. Somebody's going to have to step up. Exactly. It's a completely revamped unit from last year. Yeah. So it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be, uh, it's going to, we're going to learn a lot Friday. I keep saying Could it, be but it's Could suck. Don't know. We'll see. I'll give you my prediction later on in the show. Oh, we're going to get to that here in just a second. We're going to break down that Northwestern game. Secondary, we're looking. We do have some guys coming back that Dude. were solid players: Xavier Henderson, Kalen Gervin, got Gross, Gross, yeah, Gross, Dowell, yep. and then like like we mentioned before, a bunch of uh, transfers. Darius Ron Williams, Snow. yep. I'm, yeah, Kim no, bro. the secondary, I'm less worried about. I mean, cornerbacks, Ronald Williams. He's six foot two. He was good enough to play at Alabama. Should immediately come in and start. Yeah, then you got Kalan Gervin. Not worried about it. Um, I heard they even they even moved C.J. Hayes to Did corner. They? Yeah, wow. So, um, so yeah, you got depth in the secondary, which is very nice and experience. So, but I'm again, not cons- I'm not but as it's concerned. Again, it's it's a but you got new faces. It's, too. A sh- it's a smorgasbord of of guys. Some guys nice, that have been in nice the pro- use of that term. Thank you. Well done. Thanks. A cornucopia. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to matter how they gel together, and and. <laughs> It's so many question marks and so many unknowns. It's so hard to predict what you're going to see in this first game. Um, one thing that is consistent from last year to this year is your boy, Matt Coglin. No, um, he is not my boy. Your boy. Uh, he is... Mullet Coglin. I know Bill Gadsby is a huge fan of mm. Matt Coughlin. Um That's his boy. Um, I You know, damn it, he's here. He's been here for about a decade now. somewhat consistent would love to see him start you know i would love to feel confident every time that he trots out onto the field 
have yet to feel that throughout his entire career. He had a little bit of a better season last year. I want to feel Paul Edinger level of confidence. Wow. That's, that's the kind of confidence I want to feel in my kicker. That's that's high level of confidence. Yeah, for might be I would reaching like to hope a little that high. we have some real fans that listen to this that know Paul Edinger. I mean, how could you forget? Won the Citrus Bowl against Florida on a walk-off. Bobby Williams' first game, and we went ahead and named him head coach. So I guess we got Paul Edinger to blame for that. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Right after Saban Thanks, turned his Paul. back on us. And you know what's odd? Our long snapper's last name is Pepper. We had another Pepper. Yeah. They're not remember. related. Wow. Couldn't believe that. that I actually did There's do a lot that. of peppers out there. I actually there. did research that because I was like, they got to be brothers, right? Or cousins, something. Not No relation. You Clark's know doing the hard research. I'm out doing here. the deep dives. For He's the, researching the, the important things. The things that matter. Uh, I mean, how many? Do you know anybody with the last name Pepper? Julius Pepper. Peppers. It's Julius Peppers with an <laughs> S. Nobody with Pepper. Just one Pepper. Just a single Pepper. Not multiple Peppers. Uh, Anyways, uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see what the season brings us. Yeah, but you got your special teams shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be. You got a returning punter and a returning kicker. That's all you, punter that's all you can ask for. punter 44 yards a punt. Let's see that number go up a little bit, too. Pin, well, some, pin some people deep inside the 20. Don't have Rocky Lombardi punting. That's good. Thank Christ. Um, Coughlin, I just want some damn confidence when I see him trot out there. That's it. It's not so much to ask for. No. I mean, I, I mean, inside 40 yards, I have much more confidence with him, but... 40 and longer, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, have I much agree. confidence with him. I agree. We'll see. We'll see. So let's talk. Let's, so, let's, so just, ma- let's talk. Yeah. So many questions going into this first game. Mm. So many unknowns. Let's make a prediction. Well, what the right heck? off the bat, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Let's right t- off the bat, Well, huh? let me tell you a little well, bit. Tell me a little bit uh, about uh, Northwestern, and then I'll tell you little... what my thoughts all are. Right, yeah. right, tell me a little bit about Okay. So there's a chance Northwestern's offense is bad. There's a chance they are bringing in uh, a new quarterback from Clemson. Yep, but he has yet to you know show anything. Again, it's it's a lot Good of big to play unknown. Clemson though. Yeah, but he transferred. Sounds like he transferred for the academics. Uh, last year's leading rusher, Cam Porter, was lost to a season-ending injury in August. Mm. As was one of the... Uh, Wait, he's not playing this year. Nope. He lost this year. Yeah. Okay. And as well as one of their returning offensive linemen. That Northwestern was already also replacing their primary group of receivers as well. I, so... Wow. So they got all, a lot of question marks as well. Just as many question, question marks. Mark yeah. <laughs> Friday night, 9 p.m. Ryan Field. Evanston, Illinois, the question mark bowl. It's going to be interesting. Um, but Q's, we're going to get a lot of A's. Okay. Yep. Pat has, Pat Fitzgerald has said that it's all going to come down to Johnson and put the, a lot of pressure on the guy's yeah, shoulders, huh? And his chemistry with the new whiteout. So Tuck went the exact opposite direction to the media. I said, I'm not going to tell you who the guy is. You'll find <laughs> out when the team trots out, huh? That puts a little, little bit of pressure on them as well, though. Not as much, though, as your coach just going off to the media and goes, guess it all relies on him because everybody else is pretty much just <laughs> if he, iced. If he fails, that's why we're we going to suck. <laughs> it's all on him. It's really, he's the only player on our team. But basically, in a nutshell... Northwestern is going to be relying on a lot of playmakers that were backups last year. What about defensively? 
So no Patty Fisher no Pat on, Fish. on defense, which is big. No, yeah, definitely, definitely but you know, agree. The thing is, what you're going to get out of Northwestern is you're going to get a Pat Fitzgerald coach team. It's going to be a hard nose, probably a pretty good defensive effort out of them. They're a blue collar team, yeah. Northwestern. They they definitely take on. I wouldn't call them a, no- a blue collar university by any means. Um, no, no, not no. Very, very good school. White collar, uh, but that's Pat Fitzgerald's mentality. Um, so they want a dogfight. Dogs are going to bring it to him. Spartan, I'm honestly, Spartan dogs are going to bring it to him. I was shocked when I saw at the beginning of the week that I could get Michigan State plus three. I bet it at the beginning of the week. It's I think it's at plus three and a half now, isn't it? Oh, the disrespect. <laughs> the line's moving, huh? Let me put it to you this way: Are we just going to dive into this game first and then go game by game after yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Um. I have to start off by predicting a win. I'm not going to come here and say we're not going to win the first game of the year. Like I told you, there are a lot of things that go into it, a lot of variables. Um, We beat Northwestern last year. They were ranked in the top 10. We were trash. We were a brand new coach in the middle of a pandemic, and we beat them by nine points. Yeah, it was at home, but we still beat them. Okay, they're a top 10 team. I think we've gotten better since last year considerably. I have to believe that. And they've gotten worse. It sounds like they've gotten worse, so... Um, yeah, I'm going to take Michigan State to win, and I'm going to go final score. I'm going to go 24-17 to 17 Spartan Dogs. Beautiful. Starting and off and they'll lift up the question mark trophy. Yes, they, question mark bowl <laughs> champions. So we're going to start off the season with a trophy, which is a really good feeling, and I think we'll get some momentum from that. Yeah, and I think I'm going to agree with you. I think Michigan State's going to pull off the victory in this, and I think – uh, part of that is Northwestern is, you know, it is on the road, but it's p- partly a home game kind of when we play at Ryan Field. It's not It's not a difficult place to play. I've, no. gone, I've gone to two games at Ryan Field, right? Watch Michigan State play there. I mean, nice little stadium, but it's a little stadium, right? And there's nothing intimidating. And there's a lot of Spartans. Tons. Yep. Tons. Like, I, I scalped the ticket five minutes before the game one year. That's how easy it was to get a ticket to the game. A 50-yard line seat, Gary. I think I paid like $40 for it. Put it to you that way. I'm going to go a little more high, higher scoring. I oh. think just because it's the first game of the year, I think the teams are going to be a little looser. Uh, there's going to be some mistakes on the defensive side of the ball. There might be some turnovers, might be some defensive touchdowns. I think there's going to be wow. a, I think it's going to be a high score, higher scoring game than you're predicting. You said touchdowns on defense. Multiple? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I'm going to go with 31 to 24 mm. Michigan State as my prediction. I will be a little upset if we give up 24 points. I just, I just, it's the first game of the I season. I guess you're right. Yeah, we got to see what happens. Uh, we got to establish the ground game. That's really what it comes down to. You do that, you win the football game. Yep, 100 percent agree. So me and Clark are predicting this team to start off one and zero. And and one and zero in the Big Ten, and win a trophy, and win a question mark trophy. They won a trophy, so we're one and zero. I'm not even going to dive into. We're we're not doing in depth game by game here. No, we're, no, it's gonna and be, these predictions could change. Just so everybody knows, as the year goes on, depending on how everything looks. Yep. These are my initial thoughts. Youngstown okay. State, that's a win. Okay. I'm gonna. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Miami. No. I mean, that's going to be a big test at Miami. And they're, they're playing. They're starting the year off against Alabama. And they're probably going to get smoked in that game, so they're going to want to come back. You know. Playing good football. Uh, Miami's got a good team. And on the road, in the heat. Did you see the line for that Alabama game, by the way? It's 18 and a half. Yeah, so that's insane. Best bet. 
bet Alabama first half every single game this season. Thank me later. First half cover, Alabama. Salt knows what I'm talking about. Shout out Salt again. No, yeah, Miami, I'm, I I just can't. It depends. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be a crazy person and start off 3-0 with nonsense. I'd like to see us go down there and, you know, play them tough, right? Yeah. Um, I don't want to see a blowout. Uh, that would be devastating. No, I think we lose to Miami. I, I agree. I think we probably, we might lose by 10 points. 10 points. Yeah. You know, if we keep it around 10, I'll be happy with that. You know, it sounds bad, but that's the state of the program. Don't know what to tell you. And then yeah. if we win, though, they're going to carry Tuck out on their shoulders. He's going to be smoking a cigar. Giving the middle finger to everybody in Miami. It's going to be great. <laughs> let's move on well, to the next. Lose that game. Let's move. Yeah, I, I agree. The next so, one's so laughable. Put the next one's Nebraska. Yeah. At home, dub. Yeah, definite dub. Two and own the Big Ten. Western Kentucky after that. Hilltoppers, dub. dub. Rutgers, at Rutgers. I just want to push pause real quick so I can, you know, I got to take some time to I, I don't think the national media has any idea about what's going on with Michigan State or they follow anything in regards to the program. I think the hype around this team is all our fan base, right? I legitimately think that's it. My, yeah, absolutely. I don't hear any of them talk about any of the transfers. I've, I, that's, I did look a little bit of research, right? Some light reading, mm-hmm. if you will. And a lot of people have us predicted just like you, right? And I, four and, uh, what is that? Yeah, four, three and one to start, right? So right after this... We got, what, at Rutgers, at IU, Michigan, Purdue. So I'm going to say at Rutgers, dub. I saw a ton of people in the national media predicting lost to Rutgers on the road. It's still a tough game. Rutgers is not uh, the Rutgers that we're I understand uh, that, but I expect to win. To. Okay. I expect to win. I, I agree. I, I also have that as a win on my sheet as well. I'm just saying I think people are going to wake up. That's all I'm going to say. I, I think we're going to have a real strong start to the season. The back end of the schedule is way tougher. Uh, so Yeah. Uh, so then we're going to go right into Indiana. I, that's at Indiana. I definitely see a loss there. I, I predicting a loss, uh, but I do think it's a winnable football game depending on the, you know, who steps up, you know, we'll reevaluate that Indiana game when we get to it, Gary. Absolutely. I'm just saying as of right now, as of right now, on paper, L, on paper. Yes. Next game after that is Halloween weekend, Michigan. I mean, you already know I'm predicting a win. Yeah, I'll never predict. Never predict Michigan to beat Michigan State. Never. No. Purdue, at Purdue, win. Dub. Maryland. I'm seeing a potential loss there. Maryland, huh? Who's their quarterback? They still got Tua's brother at quarterback? Yep. Seeing a potential loss. Um... I'm, you know, I'm going to be real positive with my preseason prediction, but I agree. I think, you know, a couple toss-up games... Like you said, Rutgers could be a toss-up game. Let's face facts. I'll go over where I think our ceiling is. I'm going to predict our ceiling. I'm going to say win versus Maryland. Okay. At Ohio State, not even going to first think Penn about. State. I'm not even going to think about giving us a win against Ohio State. That's a loss. I'll call Penn State a loss as well at the end of the season. So I, that, I was going eight and four. Okay. Yeah, I had us at seven and five. And I think that's. I think our ceiling's eight and four. This yeah, year. I. I don't. I mean, I don't see us winning. There's some games that we could win, right? Like uh, Rutgers, Indiana, Maryland, like those games, Miami. We could win those ones. Um, I'm just assuming we're going to split. And then I, I don't see any chance for us to to beat Ohio State or Penn State. No, I'm being optimistic, right? Like I said, I honestly think better odds are 6-6 six and six or 7-5. and five. Yeah. But that could tune to a bowl game. 
I think the I don't I, think five I think and seven. Bear, I think six and six is our floor. I, think I really do. With with this schedule, I think we need to make a bowl bowl game. For you have sure. to. Yeah. No. No. You have to. That's where my expectations are. Yep. Preferably have a winning season. Go to a bowl game. Win it. Yep. Then you'll have two trophies. Question mark trophy. Red box bowl. I don't know. Well. Hopefully, we'll have the Paul Bunyan trophy as well. Three trophy seasons. Brass platoon. How many other wow, ones can I? How many season. other ones can I throw in there? Land grant. Oh, we're not going to win, that, win one. that. Okay. So, I I mean, neither one of us are you know thinking insane. You know, like you know, young Gatsby would. But I think closer seven and five is probably more realistic, which is where I think you had us. Yep, but that's exactly where I had us. I think that's a, a good prediction. So, yeah, a lot of question marks on this team, a lot of unknowns. We're going to learn a hell of a lot on Friday at 9.15. Um, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. It's it's a ex- night game on a Friday, Labor Day weekend. <laughs> doesn't get much better. I mean, Clark are definitely going to throw a few back oh. for that one. Oh. Uh, so- Could be a couple Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> definitely more than a few. Let's get into our friends over in the mailbag. It was yeah. great to see some of the usual suspects. We already got rid of one of them, Rose. Thanks for... Uh, got him out of the way. Got him out of the way. Just kidding, Rose. We appreciate you it. No, we really do. And uh, yeah, if you guys do want to send us mailbags, always feel free to shoot us a line on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We're always uh, looking out for those. So don't be shy. Send them in. And we already gave a shout-out to this guy, Salt. He's got a couple shout-outs. The, the mayor of... Might have to cut him MSU. off shout-outs here. <laughs> He's got two questions, including a basketball one, which oh, is good to see. Oh, we wouldn't notice that. Tucked it in. Tucked it right in. Tuck's coming. Tuck coming. Um, he asked, which position, excuse me, which position group sees the greatest improvement? Running backs. Yep. Has I, to. I, I mean, you go from, like, guy like Connor Hayward, you know, getting carries last year to... A guy coming in that started in the ACC and Van Harold Joyner didn't start for Auburn, but I mean he got carries. I mean he was a highly rated recruit. He's a beast. You're you know going to see different athletes in the backfield this year. I think it's got to be the running backs in my yep. opinion. I'm going to have to actually second that. Uh, I think they have the most room for improvement. So <laughs> yeah, you could say that. And you know we've definitely padded the group. Like I said, it's one of the deepest on the entire teams. That position group. I mean you can have we could see. A plethora of different guys come if, through. If we have one guy step up that becomes the guy, I got a question for you real okay. quick. Okay. Will we have a thousand yard rusher on this team? Yes. You do? Yep. I think so. I think someone's got to step up. I, I don't I, would like I don't it. think I would it's like sustainable. I don't think it's sustainable to just to continue to rotate like no, I, know, I, I know we have a ton of talent, but well, how is a guy supposed to stay hot right. if you're just rotating random guys in and out? Can't do that. Get a couple out there, have packages for each one, you know. But I think you're going to see more of a, like you said with Joyner, I think he's going to be more of like a pass-catching back. Down back. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. And his second question, which was the basketball question, is what are we going to do for a 2022 point guard in basketball? We already have a point guard commitment for 2022, so I'm just going to glaze right over that question. Uh, Trey Holloman, point guard and out of Minnesota. This is the mayor of MSU Twitter? He's a top 70 recruit. Put some respect on his name, Salt. I know everybody Ooh. thinks that the, the program's burning down for 2022 recruits because we, we didn't get some of the guys that we wanted, but I trust Tom Izzo. I'm really not concerned about it. Like some of, I guess some of MSU Twitter has a little too much time on their hands, and they're 
you know, having a little bit of a meltdown. Uh, shout out Gatsby. Um, <laughs> but we just offered we just offered today a power forward out of I mean, I think he plays out of like Southern California, but he's from Utah. Six foot nine, top 70 recruit. Four star. Bet we get him. Bet we do. Bet we get him. So, yeah. Take it I'm easy. I'm not concerned about it. We're just going to say take it easy. We'll worry so. about that uh, after football season, huh? Actually, we'll worry about it. Uh, we'll worry about that uh, in a few weeks. A few months. A couple months. We'll figure it out. Yep. So maybe so I'll pump the brakes on your uh, basketball questions. You kind of embarrassed yourself on this one, buddy. <laughs> All right, next question is coming from a good friend, Adam D. in Cali. He said, welcome back, gents. He, number one, he says, will the first play from scrimmage be off tackle left? That's hilarious. Um, probably. Probably. Um, just by Kenneth the way that, Walker. Kenneth Walker, off left, hopefully for 80 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> um, but, yes, the odds are probably 95% yes, that that's what the play will be. I'm hoping play action. Deep ball tuck, first play of the season. That'd be awesome. Wow. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, on the road, send a message, catch him off guard. The whole world thinks you're going to run to the left side. Maybe try something unconventional. I don't know. Play action. Deep ball tuck. Deep ball tuck. His uh, Keon Coleman, touchdown. His his 1B was my threshold for success in tuck year 1B is a bowl game. What are your thresholds? I think we both agreed bowl game. Yeah, 100%. Bowl game or bust. Sounds like a very smart... uh, individual there in Adam D saying yeah, that it should be just I like his, uh, tampering expectations but you know I I want to win a bowl game okay yeah once we get winning there winning season let's and wait win a bowl game. let's wait to yeah. see if what I'm red, sure he wants to win the let's bowl game wait too, to see so I'm if sure we're in the red box bowl or not then we'll, we'll sure. play from there um, and his his third thing was team thorn so he's a thorn supporter as well thorn guy joining the joining the crew I mean we're going to support anybody but this is a thorn podcast okay pro thorn pro thorn podcast here yep we got a question from our resident scum listener. Uh, thought he'd just uh, chime in here, huh? Yeah, multiple time. Uh, oh, yeah. Call-in listener. Oh, yeah. He's a regular on the show. He says, will we see those gross highlighter-colored Nike unis this year? Probably not, actually. I'll be quite honest with you. I, I don't care. Some people like them. Yeah. They're not for me. I think we have a lot of other options, you know, that we could jump into. As far as uniforms, and I think we're starting it off the right way. Got the script helmets coming out on Friday night, Gary. I am jacked to see that on the field. Um, I don't, I don't even know. Was that even Tux doing? No, oh, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Tux Those... is behind the helm now. He he, he's got like I said, he's got a you know what I got a like finger on the pulse. You know of the what I like to see base. on holiday on Halloween weekend? I want the damn pro combat uniforms to come wow, out of retirement. Bring them back. Send a message. Uh, maybe a little update. M- Maybe just oh, a slight no, update. I'm not saying it has to be the exact same yeah, uniform, yeah. but I'm that scheme, that little that color brown and gold. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, unbelievable. My favorite uniforms I've ever seen them wear. Well, it seems like with the the new tuck um, color scheme, it's more of like back to the old school back green to and the white. Swag days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I love what they're doing though with state script and and we saw what they did last year with the the and that was Sparty the fans. Gruff. The fans wanted that. Yeah, somebody exactly. like tweeted it at Mel Tucker, and he was like, "Man, maybe we'll see it." Yeah. Man. Boom. First game of the year. Tuck delivers. Tuck, he, he Tuck knows how everlasting. to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Uh, we got some other questions. Ooh. This one's coming in from Mark A. in Farmington Hills. He says, I'm hearing that Michigan uh, is right for MSU to beat them again this year at home. Yes, I agree. 
think Michigan has question marks, too. He says, why do you think people are saying that? Because I think Michigan has equal amounts of question marks. I, they're not ranked in the top 25 going into the season, which I was could be the first time in my life. Preseason top 25, you don't see them ranked in there. So home game, rivalry game, full Spartan Stadium. Hopefully, if you know we keep the swine out and they don't infest East Lansing. I'm not referring to Michigan fans. I'm... We don't need to go into the. We don't need to go down this rabbit hole, but I'm referring to people that just need to do their part. I want a full Spartan Stadium. I want pro combat uniforms. I expect to beat Michigan's ass that weekend. But be- they have a lot of question marks, Gary. They have a ton of question marks. No Joe Milton. No Joey Heisman. Joe Milton, starting quarterback Tennessee. for Tennessee. UT. What? Uh, who's their quarterback? Cade McNamara. Yep. Second coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, not concerned. I am. I mean, I am concerned because it's a rivalry game. I'm not going to lie, but we're going to beat them. Okay. And Harbaugh's their coach. Guy didn't go into Max Protect at the big house. Had a gunner out there when we were rushing eleven. Mm. What happened? Trouble it's not. Trouble it's not. Yeah. Last question coming in from another Farmington Hills resident, Mike K. Out in Farmington Hills, he says, "Mike K. Appreciate Mike K. Always appreciate Mike K. He says, do you feel the Spartan strength will rely on offense or defense? Based on your answer, what will be the strength of that squad? Oh, so you know, if it's offense, is it the running backs or we have so many question marks that makes this a very difficult uh, question to answer for me." I mean, the strength I'd like to think is going to be our receiving core. Uh, I'd like I, to, I, I, or a running game. I don't. I, I'd like to think our strength is going to be offense this year. Yeah, I. I think our defense can be solid, but I do think, yeah, I. You know, you're right. We're going to give up points, right? And that's going to happen, um, unless somebody just. There's comes just so up. much. There's just too much turnover. So many question marks. Yeah. Um, I think the offense has to be the key. They have to move the ball. They have to, you know, if you're going to get into a shootout, score more points than the other team, control the ground game. If we utilize our new running backs the right way, if it really comes down to quarterback play and who's going to be under center and make sure that they're a leader, and I want it to be their team. We're not. We don't have you know Chris Leak and Tim Tebow back there. Okay, this is in Urban Myers, Florida. We also don't have any murderers on our team, but that's that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see the offense be you know the key. I agree. And, with, I agree with and on offense, as you're saying, it's the receivers that you expect to step up. It, it, I say that, but I know that they're going to perform. You know, I, we I have think guys that perform. I think the quarterback is really what it's going to come down yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to dictate the entire Can't pace. Have guys back there shot putting the ball like Rocky Lombardi last year. I need, I need a guy that you know. Even though he shot put it himself to a couple victories, couple but. Vicks, uh But no, I mean you want a guy that you you know you're going to feel comfortable going in there to run the two minute drill because there's going to be some tight games this year. Absolutely. So you need to have a leader back there at quarterback. I agree. One last thing I want to touch on, Clark, because we haven't touched on it yet, the obvious rule change in NCAA sports, allowing players to now profit off their image and likeness. How do you feel this will change the landscape of college sports? I think it's a positive. I think it's past due. Yeah, I mean, that rule was so stupid to begin with because that's why you had NCAA violations. People were going around it anyways and i mean why why shouldn't these kids make money off of their own likeness i mean you see billboards of them and shit and you know their giant picture up on the side of the stadium and they're not making money off that you know 
Michigan puts 100,000 people in their stadium. Players aren't seeing a dime from that. I mean, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And maybe we can toss some money to the players to come on the podcast to promote it. You know? There we go. Nothing wrong there. Might make it, be toss making a couple some calls bags here. Around, toss a couple bags around for the boys. <laughs> you know? We'll see how it goes. I think it's a good thing. I agree. I think it is long overdue, but I think the one thing that is weird is that what do you do about the players that you've punished in the past now for the same thing? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That's yeah. The Reggie, that, that, the Reggie Bushes. Oh, he deserves an apology. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he deserves an apology. I always thought that was such a joke. Uh, would they take the Heisman from him? I'm sure you took it from him. You already won it. I mean, what does that mean? Nothing. Stupid. Stupid. Stupidity. Pete Rose should be in the baseball hall of fame too. Just what I think. I'm just one man. It's a completely different subject. Completely different. Rabbit hole. I'm done. All right. Let's just remember we got the question mark bowl coming Friday. A lot of answers will be found. A lot of excitement. A lot of potential. Listen, whoever's the quarterback needs to get the damn job done. That's it. Get the dub. I want one quarterback, and I want him to have a show. That's it. There you go. That's it. And that's going to do it for this week's Red Cedar Rundown. Thank you all for listening. We're going to be here all football season and all basketball season this year. That's correct. Um, So keep looking at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for updates on when the next episode is going to air, when you can send your mailbags. I mean, send them whenever. You don't have to wait. Yeah, you can literally just fire them off. Just fire them off. We'll be always looking for them. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Alexa, Stitcher, any way you like to listen to your podcast, you can find the Red Cedar Rundown. If you were not on your favorite uh, app, let me know. I'll make sure we get listed there. Tell your friends. Tell your family. And as always, go green. Go white.